0: much till 36 years old to be like no like this is my body is fabulous right where it is no matter what day it is and what workout i've done like i this is mine and i am proud of it you know and i feel like i was taught from birth that it was not something to be proud of like that pride thing again right Mm -hmm. couldn't be okay in your own skin, and it didn't matter if you felt comfortable in your own skin, because it wasn't your body anyways, it was God's body that he gave it to you, to to borrow Mm -hmm. you can't
1: put tattoos on it because you don't put put bumper stickers on a Corvette whatever
0: I put a big giant one on my ribs, so
1: Yeah, and I put one on my sleeve, on my arm, and yeah, (laughs) and And I and I get
0: to like, I remember the first time the needle hit my skin, I just had this like rush of euphoria, like, yeah, that's fucking right, I chose this. Yes. Yes.
1: Hello and welcome to Not So Peter Priesthood podcast. This is your host, Jake Taylor. Um, right at the top, as usual, the same shit. Uh, you can reach me at NotSoPeterPriested at gmail.com. That's where you can send your letters, your stories, your uh, hate mail, love letters, your moments with Mormons. Um, and also, you can reach me at not so Peter Priesthood on Instagram. Uh, that. I think that's it. So, that it? that's it. Anyway, um, <laughs> without much more uh, from me, <laughs> uh, the lovely Miss Dusty has returned. Welcome back, Dusty. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like I've been
0: gone for a long time, but I really haven't. I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's been been a while since we've recorded together, so... Yeah. Uh, but, you
0: know... But I think, I think... Do we have episodes coming out back-to-back back now?
1: Uh, Maybe. That's a good point. Yes,
0: probably. Well, listeners are like, just heard this bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> well, for listeners, this is... It's been a while since I recorded with Dusty, so... Just deal with it, okay?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're we're interdependent. Just leave us alone. Yeah. Codependent, codependent. Yes. (laughs) That's fine. It's fine. Uh yes. Uh do you have any moments with Mormons this week?
1: Oh, I do. I do. I do. I've I know I've kept you in suspense for some of these. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You're like, I'm gonna have the oh, I can't tell you. (laughs)
1: because <laughs> i want to make it <laughs> a genuine response <laughs> hurtful. hurtful hurtful there's one this one that i started telling you and then i was like oh no nope, i'm gonna leave it. you
0: were like oh i'm gonna wait we should record and i was like bitch <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yep.
0: call in sick from work and you come on skype and we will talk <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's how i feel <laughs> oh uh. All right, so um, this one, I work with, at Barnes & Noble, I work with a bunch of Mormons, you know, and uh, this one is a byu Idaho student, and she was talking about um, ecclesiastical endorsements, so at byu Idaho, for listeners that don't know, every year, I think you have to, or you, anyway. Is
0: I it every know. semester or every year?
1: I think it's every year. I think so. Like, every two, like... So if you're on the whatever track you're on, you have to do it the at the beginning of that track or whatever because they do a track system. Um,
0: Probably part so. of why I turned down my acceptance to BYU because I knew I wouldn't get one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Whoop>. <laughs> um, but she was talking about that, and she I was like, oh, that just made me give me all the like that sick feeling in my stomach of just like, oh, I remember doing that. <laughs> <I didn't know laughs> and then <laughs> she was saying that um, all semester, her roommates, so all five of her roommates have not been going to church. So she goes to sit with the bishop and she's like doing her Ecclesiastical endorsement interview. And he's like, we recognize you, but we don't know any of your like roommates at your apartment. And she was like, yeah, they don't, really come, like, there's one that, um, goes to her boyfriend's ward, and they're like, well, she still needs to come to to her ward, you know, which I'm just like, okay.
0: Otherwise, and it then, just up their attendance.
1: <laughs> right? I, mm. And <laughs> then, what was it she was saying? She said that they also, she was like, he asked if they go to FHE, and she said, um, well, no, so, like, he was asking all these questions about her roommates. And, like, getting uh,
0: intel on the people she lives with?
1: Yeah. It was, she was like, it was so weird. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's, he shouldn't be, I mean, if he really wants to get to know him, we should probably just, like, stop by the apartment or, like, I don't know, figure <laughs> yourself, make a phone call and be like, hey, we miss you at church. I don't know. Instead of that, grilling the one that shows up. The weird. Yeah. <clears throat> And then, uh, she, let's see, she went back to her apartment and told her roommates that they were, she was like, just so you know, they know that you're not there. So there's like, I don't know, the whole system, like it sets it up for like a witch hunt kind of thing. Like I
0: I don't like that. That's, I don't know. It's the culture though, right? You got a tattletale and you got a, yep. Uh, yucky.
1: <laughs> so there was another one that I was um I was at the gym and I was in the sauna and I overheard this conversation like kind of out, it was like really loud for some reason like they were just talking really loud because like the door was shut and everything and well, was,
0: like, really loud hoping yes. that someone will just <laughs> what? what you what? have the truthfulness of the gospel
1: they're so light about you oh. <laughs> like, this is glow. <laughs> You're so happy all the time. <laughs> what is it about you that's so happy? I have to know. Yellow stories. Diacope drink. <laughs> oh, it's just Xanax. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> or what's that? Um, I don't know drug. Let's see. Like the is it, Utah has like the highest um. Like prescription drug rate. Mm hmm. Like.
0: Because they all gotta fake it till they make it.
1: Really? Um, there's nothing wrong with antidepressants, but it's very telling <laughs> oh. <laughs> that they. Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm t- I take them oh, no, actually. I'm on anxiety medication. So. Obviously, I'm much more stable than.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Obviously.
0: <laughs> I am the picture of mental health, y'all.
1: <laughs> oh. but anyway these guys there was <laughs> they were talking about swimming right and i was just like oh that's cool like and this like the guy the one one was like younger like in his 20s probably and he's felt very much like a return missionary type vibe thing going on, like the way he was talking. And then the other guy was like a retired firefighter. I got a lot of intel on this during this conversation. I was like sweating and dying inside the, in the sauna. And then like, I'm just like listening to this conversation. like, Oh God. And, um, like at the end of it, it was something like the guy, the return missionary guy, the younger one asked like, uh something about firefighting and how it's like it's is how that's a rewarding you know career it's like what a, like a an honorable career kind of thing and he was just, and the guy was like yeah it was um he say something he brought in god in there and then the the younger guy was just like the way he said this he I can't even remember exactly what he said but it was something like <laughs> he was like well, you know, uh, oh man, I can't, it's been a while. Um, he said something about how this, now the listeners are like, oh, great story, Jake. Um, gets a punchline of it and you can't even remember it. Um, it's fine. It's good. I have a professional podcast, everybody. Um,
0: if you don't like it, you can request to get your money back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or your time, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> those are eight minutes I can't get back. Um, I was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said some cheesy, like, Mormony God thing I don't I don't even remember for sure and I was just like I remember just sitting in the sauna just like this like look of disgust on my face I was like are you fucking kidding me right now is this is happening <laughs> and I tried to
0: remember like some young guy telling life stories to a retired firefighter and the retired firefighters probably like mm-hmm sure things boy yeah <laughs> oh,
1: it was kind of an awkward conversation I was just like this is, this is weird anyway and I Keep continuing, continually having garment sightings at the gym too. It's really awkward. Oh They're God. so gross. And it I'm also just matters. like, why are you working out in them? I don't, I don't understand, understand that. I can't yeah. remember. I can't remember working out in mine. I think I did on my mission, obviously. But then like, but I didn't really work out when I was a, when I was a member. So anyway. Um, that is neither here nor I there,
0: I think I went to like a volleyball night one time and wore mine and was like, "This is hell, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's
1: the worst all right, now that we've done that segment, um we're gonna get ready to scream into the void again on this one okay. because it's uh we're gonna talk about modesty culture and purity culture and um yeah so <laughs> what was it that sparked this i mean we've always kind of wanted to talk about this but there was um i remember what was it my my older sister was cutting her shorts cutting shorts for, cutting jeans long jeans into shorts for her daughter yeah. and um she was talking about how um the length of the shorts that she could find at like, at stores were, like, booty shorts. And she was, like, they did, their, their butts are hanging out and you just blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, what? That's, okay, whatever. And then, so she's, like, they made I'm sure so to, like...
0: have a booty to hang out, usually, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, the... She's making sure that they were, like, they reached the knees and, like, or went, like, mid-knee and everything. I'm just, like, okay. <laughs> like, let her be a... Able- she can't show her thighs because she's, she's 10 years old, you know? Like,
2: uh, she, uh,
0: <laughs> Yeah. This is where, like, I get crazy. This Then it started... Remember I told you that my friend had posted, like, a picture of, like, a little chunky, like, not even two-year-old girl wearing a bikini, and somebody was like, that was so immodest. Ugh. She's two. <laughs> she's not a sexual creature Mm -hmm. she you could have her naked in the pool and there's nothing wrong with that it's a it's a child stop sexualizing children children.
1: oh (laughs) oh yeah and then so this goes into a lot of the um conversation that's been happening with um like uh they don't say gay bill and everything, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: they're talking about grooming children, like the other side, the conservatives. Oh yeah, too, are
0: too saying that like but, the queer yeah.
1: community
0: is grooming children to be gay or something.
1: Well there's there's that. They're saying like it's um like if you're it's they're they're saying that it's sex children teaching them about sex too soon and then um then it's also that, like, a teacher, a, a, an adult teaching children students about sex and, like, uh, talking about LGBTQ stuff or um, is them sexualizing children and grooming them to eventually traffic them or, like, rape them or, like, whatever. I don't know. And I just – I don't – it seems like such a stretch, but at the same time, I'm just, like, um, think about, like, you – like. All the These people You know When you see like a kid Like they're And they're saying Oh he's such a little heartbreaker He's a little ladies man Or like The girls are Um Oh you're gonna have to Beat off the Beat the boys off with a stick With that one You know And it's like They're like They're like like, six or seven you're like Um Okay You're sexualizing the child
0: (laughs) They eat dirt Yeah They're not thinking about Boyfriends and girlfriends
1: No Yeah
0: No (sighs) Ugh
1: but uh so that's been a hot topic on my brain lately is just like uh so, this whole rhetoric of like
0: yeah. making
1: uh, gay people into like pedophiles for some reason and I, I don't
0: that is such a disgusting and that has been like some sort of dialogue for years and it is so yeah. antiquated and so so ridiculous <laughs> like yeah yeah the two have nothing to do with each other it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me. Oh. No.
1: And they've said um if you're for if you're pro if what was it? If you're against that bill, then you're pro grooming. Like you that you're you're pro pedophile pedophilia and all this stuff. I'm like, um no. <laughs> I just want to be able to like <coughs> I think that you can teach about same sex um couples and like different types of relationships without having um without sexualizing it for one and then and honestly they're most kids you tell about it they're like oh okay and then they just move on like they don't there's no like i don't know
0: like when you were in i don't know like grade one kindergarten whatever and played with your little friends. I don't know. We always played like house, right? Like there was yeah. like a little playhouse in our kindergarten classroom mm-hmm. and we played house. So there was somebody that was the mommy and somebody that was the daddy. Did the mommy and daddy go have sex in your classrooms? Because that wasn't my experience. No. No. There was no discussion about it. Uh-uh.
1: It was always, I don't know, usually like something making That's food. Making-
0: was the bossiest was mom. Yeah. and whoever she <laughs> chose to be the dad got forced into being the dad like
1: yeah
0: there was no explicit details about sexual anything we were no. just playing house and i feel like they think that if we talk about there being two daddies then we're going to also talk about and this is how they have sex like what no
2: yeah
0: it's such a i just i yeah
2: I <laughs> don't
0: exactly. understand it. I just don't
1: understand it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blows my mind. Um but as far as like uh modesty culture for like as far as the church goes, like that's just it's like the I don't it's everything. Like it all kinda that's what am I trying to say? Like Anytime you see, you made the comment a while ago, a couple days ago, like, that, um, about how, like, people who were in the church, you could tell when they were in the church and they were kind of dumpy looking, you know, like, just because, like, there's just like this, the way they dress and the the way you feel about yourself, you know, and you're you're taught to be ashamed of your body, no matter who you are, like,
0: Like, mostly women, but... A lot of the content creators, a lot of the female content creators, like on TikTok and stuff that are Exmo, I was noticing that a lot of them went from hiding in their clothing to actually just being themselves. And just, it was less about, you could tell that they were less concerned about like what was showing or not showing, and now it's not something that is on their mind and they're just at a more confident level because it's not something they have to think about. And so they yes. can just be themselves. Yeah. You know?
1: It's crazy how that works.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. When every single thought process doesn't have to go through like a checklist,
1: mm-hmm. it's pretty incredible
0: what you can accomplish.
1: Yeah. Like, am I shoulder- showing out too much shoulder here? Am I showing too much thigh? Like what the, You don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, yeah, absolutely. And like, <laughs> I just get so i just i just get so irritated about the fact that like women's worth is literally measured in inches a woman's worth is measured measured in how many inches below her neckline Skin is showing how many inches her sleeve is how many inches above her knee is her skirt we are measured in actual inches as to whether or not we are a worthy woman and it's disgusting
1: yeah and it's um it's putting the onus on the woman and making them there's no um there's no like there's no accountability for a man to have like take accountability for his thoughts and like If she she has to like wear basically a potato sack in order to like keep the men from ha- keeping uncontrollable urges, <laughs> you know, like a
0: woman or a man should be able to stand on a street corner completely naked and not be assaulted. They should yeah. have that that freedom to mm-hmm. not be assaulted. But absolutely. But we've been taught for years that if a woman shows any sort of Skin maybe even looks sexual that mm-hmm. that a man looking at her is no longer in control of his own actions his yeah. thoughts or his actions she is completely to blame because he can't control himself.
1: Mhm. Well, and the um, so my little sister I get a lot of a lot of this is fresh for me because um, she's going through a lot of this stuff. So yeah. um, my mom, she bought this like really dark red lipstick and she my sister has she's uh she's samoan spanish and white so she's gorgeous okay. she's got dark dark hair beautiful skin she can wear f- fuck her because she can wear anything she wants mm-hmm. you know like any color looks amazing on her and um so she puts on this bright red lipstick and she's like dark red lipstick and it looks amazing you know and um my mom said, you can't, you can't wear that. Cause that's too, too seductive. And it's like, um, she's 14.
0: To whom? <laughs> to whom?
1: Yeah. Who's, who's.
0: In her, in her bedroom, lip syncing to, I don't even know what are the kids even listening to. Making
1: TikToks like he to, <laughs> to what, her, you know, like.
0: Her and her dog? Yeah. It's so weird to me.
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't understand that. And it's like, it's not like she's wearing it. Like, I don't know. Even if she wanted to wear it to school fuck it, you know, like, she, she'd probably, all the people would be jealous, actually, like.
0: Probably. <laughs> <laughs> this girl wearing the perfect, oh, she's so perfect. Yeah. Oh. She is. <laughs> it's my pasty white Canadian skin crying. So
1: <laughs> oh, I know, and she's like, during the winter, she's like, I'm so white, I'm like, fuck you, you're still darker than I am. <laughs> And yes, I talked to her that way. So <laughs>
0: you have to use multiple, multiple self tanners to even come remotely close to her. Right? So white in the winter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Ugh. Oh.
1: But um, and she also, I've talked about it before, where um, she'll she, we were in Florida, and she went into the. Like we went into my, where my sister, my older sister and uh, my parents were and my nephew and nephews and niece were, and she, um, my sister immediately stopped her and said, you're wear, You need to wear longer pants around the boys. And it's like, um, they're her cousins, Uh, biologically cousins, kind of, anyway, whatever. Uh, They're related. Relation. Yeah. (laughs) So like if they're having sexual thoughts about her that's actually a different problem. Yeah. Need
0: to get some therapy With them. And <laughs> Like it's and funny. I don't understand like are we are we raising boys to not know that women have legs? Right? Like is that is it a secret that I have giant thighs? I didn't know that that was some <laughs> government secret that I I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't it's, understand
1: It's it. only for your husband. The thighs and the like—all those things are only for your husband. hate <laughs> oh, to break to you, honey,
0: but
1: uh, uh. <laughs> you weren't the first.
0: Candlelist.
1: I declare I'm clutching my pearls here, just Dusty. <laughs>
0: uh, I just. I just. As a mother of boys, I could not imagine raising them to to behave in a way that because of what a woman does, they're let off the hook about, you know, like my five-year-old hit a kid at school Mm -hmm. and it was a girl, it was a little girl that he hit Mm -hmm. and I couldn't imagine teaching him... Like, it was a problem, and we had a discussion, and we figured it out with, you know, his teacher, and, like, everything was fine. And I couldn't imagine, like, a situation where something happened between my son and a girl, and me saying, well, what was she wearing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just seems, if you look at it from that perspective of, well, what was she doing that he hit her? It doesn't matter what she was doing. He hit. Hitting is wrong. It doesn't matter that she was a girl or she was, you know, it just, if you look at it from that perspective, it's so, it's so blatantly black and white. Mm-hmm. But the church makes it be, well, what was, what was she doing? What was she wearing? Like it's, it's victim blaming when yeah. a problem occurs and it's disgusting. Yeah. And it gives men this entitled, I can do whatever I want because I don't have to have any there's no repercussions for a map there really isn't no
1: so well it's interesting so i was thinking of um like the young women's values there's the choice and accountability accountability is there so um and that's something that's never even taught to in the priesthood about accountability ever i can't ever be ever being taught about that like have um taking accountability for your actions or for anything um it was always about the priesthood, and you know, and just by by virtue of having the priesthood and having that quote unquote authority, that mm-hmm. enables men to have that uh, attitude that they're just they're somehow better and somehow entitled to whatever they fuck they want because they have God's power and authority to act on Earth. Ugh, it's so disgusting.
0: Ugh. <laughs> like I remember. I remember a friend of mine was assaulted and I remember the conversations around it being you made a choice to attend a certain event mm. and you need to take accountability for being in that like there was not there was nothing it was nothing about the boy who attacked her there was no nothing on him she was shamed and and I just I just remember as a teenager thinking like this is not right. Like that's that's not how it should be. No. You know. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and uh, that's exactly what we like as a sexual assault victim advocate. That was something we were taught to like all the time. Is like yeah. you don't ever ask them what they were wearing. You don't ever like you just. And there's they even had a whole section about like um. How there's like you believe sexual assault, you know, people question sexual assault so much because it's hard to prove.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then, um, but we aren't like as a victim advocate, you're not in the in the. Your job isn't to question them. Your job is to believe them, no matter what they say. And um, even if they, you know, even if it comes out that they were making it up, at least you were their advocate and you were, you know, but
0: you didn't re-traumatize but, them yeah. by not believing them.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And asking them like putting the the responsibility on them and mm-hmm. saying like that it's your fault for being like sexually assaulted. Who would ask to do that? Who would ask for that? Nobody. Mm-hmm. Um you talk to anybody that's been assaulted. they it's a violation obviously. It's a trump. it's a traumatic experience. Like there's and their whole life has changed, you know? So that's yeah. not like... It's not it like something... There's were... two before
0: and after. There was a before the assault, and then there's the after the assault. And yeah. everything is... Everything shifts.
1: Yeah. Um, there was a... One sailor that I... I... She was on my ship, but um, I wasn't... a I wasn't her advocate, but I was... um. She actually she left the ship because she got assaulted by somebody on the ship and she um and and i don't i don't know specifics there's not important but like um she was i was talking to her later because i kept in touch with her on social media and i was i didn't know about any of that until she told me later when i caught up with her again and she was just like yeah this this and this happened and i um i actually she's like i actually became hypersexual after that because I wanted to get the control back yeah and so um, so that's a a huge and a valid um, reaction that happens a lot with yeah. sexual assault victims
0: yeah they just because it's their body and they want to be the ones that make the decisions and yeah I've heard of a lot of people having that kind of a reaction which is I mean it, yeah it's it's a trauma response and unfortunately it doesn't usually end up very well yeah.
1: Ugh. 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 So I kind of wanted to uh, talk about let's see because I, I know we talk about the um, like the modesty culture from like the the women's perspective but I also want to talk know, about how it
0: I don't remember like the young men having to like kneel down and make sure their jean shorts touch oh, the definitely not. Gym floor no yeah no um but
1: i don't know what it was maybe it was just like growing up gay in the church but just like i i was always like very aware of my my body like as far as like i didn't i felt like restricted obviously i mean it's a high demand religion regardless Mm -hmm. so it's very much like what you know and your appearance is very important um See, but I was. Um, let's see. So I actually found this article. It's kind of listeners. I'm fooling you because I wasn't actually like completely prepared for this. But this was. I found this right before we started recording. So, <laughs> uh, but it's uh, five lies modesty cu- modesty culture teaches men, and it's from. Crosswalk.com. I don't know. Um, and it just—I'll just read the five lies. I guess um, lie number one is your per, your purity is someone else's responsibility. Uh-huh. So, as I understood it growing up, the message of the modesty movement to young women was a simple syllogism: if you dress modestly, guys will lust after you. You shouldn't make guys lust after you. Therefore, dress modestly modestly. Uh, this logic succeeded in getting some, some young women to p- cover their belly buttons, but the same logic, when transposed into a man's voice, turned out to be terrible advice. If women dress modestly, I will lust after them. Modesty culture was so eager to make young women feel responsible for men that it accidentally, to- accidentally told men not to take responsibility for themselves, so it's basically what we were talking about.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, men, here's the truth. Women are not responsible for your sexual purity. Their clothing choices don't control your thoughts. Some outfits might be more tempting than others, but our job is to choose Jesus no matter what people are wearing. This looks
0: like a Christian
1: thing. This is a very is a Christian website. hmm
0: mm-hmm. Um but this is oh, crosswalk, I get it. Yeah. Flowers. I didn't
1: realize that. Anyway. Um I, I mean, I get what he's saying, though. Like,
2: yeah,
1: I do like that. He he said, um, transposing it into a man's voice and like basically reflecting it back and being like, this is what it actually sounds like. We were talking about that earlier before we Mm -hmm. started recording. It was like reflecting. This is what I'm hearing.
0: (laughs) 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 Is is that what you meant? meant (laughs) Jackass. Maybe let's try that again. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, this one's a good one, is that, uh, line number two is that every man thinks the same way about sex. Oh. So, it actually, and I kind of want to do an episode on this, like, of asexual people in, the the church, because it doesn't, like, and I don't think it gets talked about enough, because, obviously, there's got to be asexual people in the church. Oh,
0: statistically, there has to be, yeah.
1: And, um, there's it's assuming that all men have this high sex drive too and that that's all they want, you know, and it, um, which like for me, like, I don't know, I'm just, I'm trying to, I obviously wasn't lusting after women or the girls that like, <laughs> get in church, but I was. Um,
0: just discuss the moment that you had on your Marco Polo about this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listeners! It was the greatest moment of my great moment of my life because like I've had children (laughs) like it was so
1: (laughs) it was a light bulb moment for me people
0: (laughs) it was was amazing yeah Jake was like talking about like talking about purity culture and like why there wasn't an emphasis on it for the men and like he never once looked at a woman and was like oh that girl's showing cleavage oh she's sexy and then he just like looked at the camera like Holy shit, I've always been gay. <laughs> 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 yeah, honey. Yeah, that's kinda how that works.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it hit me differently that time, but I was just like hey, that makes what okay, all right. Anyway, You just got
0: really <laughs> righteous, not laughing after the cute little my mates. <laughs> all right.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh. That's yeah. Cool. Here's the truth, not every male mind or every female mind is alike, obviously. Some some men are more bu- visual in their sexuality than others. Men see women differently and have different levels of self-control. Don't make modesty culture your measuring stick for masculinity. So he uh basically talks about how like that bro culture of like it's manly to like
0: unlock oh, the conquest or whatever.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Line number three, modesty is only for women. Um, He says, I had a few outspoken female friends back in those days who would complain that only the guys were talking about lust and pornography. Women deal with those things too, they would say. Maybe fewer of us, or maybe differently, but it's still an issue we need to address. Uh, By the same token, even though modesty culture tends to focus only on women, men need modesty too. We need to be exhorted to dress and speak. Oh, I don't like this. Anyway. I don't like that part. Like, he's... Anyway. But I do like these, like, the little the light, mm-hmm. light
0: little is, lies, yeah.
1: It's uh well, he definitely I mean, has a Christian spin on it. So I'm you can't kidding.
0: tell me that there wasn't some sixteen year old girl at a church activity watching the boys. Okay, right? yeah, I was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I like I have a fourteen
1: year old little sister. I know that she's got little crushes and she talks oh, yeah. about how hot boys are and stuff like that. Like I'm just like i it's it, it's human. Like, it's part of being human, and is to think that women don't have this sex drive is stupid. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I remember, like, we would go, like, canoeing and stuff, and, like, the boys would be able to, like, strip down to their shorts and jump in the pool, but mm-hmm. God forbid if you had, like, a light-colored shirt on and got splashed, oh my goodness! <gasps> oh, no! Like, <laughs> oh. meanwhile, we're all staring at the boys because we're horned-up teenagers, like...
1: Yeah, and they're shirtless, and they've anything. got... Yeah, they're a little
0: Now thinking back to it, you know, touch gross, a little yeah. standards. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, we all have those. I uh <laughs> it's,
0: yeah. true. it's true. We both have some bad exes.
1: <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about that. <laughs> Listeners, we uh I showed her a picture of my ex that was she was like, "Ooh, he's scary." <laughs>
0: He just he just looks like he looks like the kind of guy that if you were in a bar and he was in a bar you would know where he was at all times just just because just to make sure that you just knew where he was
2: mm, yeah. you
0: know mm-hmm. you know those guys who just yeah want to be aware of where they are at all times yeah yeah
1: I never said I was a good judge of character so
0: so <laughs> <Not> mine, so. <laughs>
1: Uh, He says, lie number four, women are dressing to be seen by men. We've already talked about that a little bit. He says, contrary to what a lot of us believe, women aren't thinking about us all the time. We need to stop being narcissistic enough to assume that they should be. Uh, That's a good point.
0: Yeah, we don't dress for you guys. I'm sorry, we don't.
1: I mean, so... (laughs) I'm going to be honest.
0: <laughs> Jake dresses for the guys. <laughs> he does, especially at the gym. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there'll be a time where, like, there's a certain shirt that I know Patrick likes on me or, or whatever. But mm-hmm. for the 99% of my life, yeah, I'm not putting clothing on my body for anybody but me.
1: Right. Oh, for sure. And actually, lately, the like, going to the gym and all that stuff, I just do it to feel good and cute. <laughs> exactly. like, yes, exactly. I look good in this. These shorts I don't care what make y'all think. My
0: butt look great and I feel good about that.
1: Yeah. And All I rock it. the short shorts. And I'm one of the only guys that rocks the short shorts at that gym.
0: So. Mm. <laughs> so creepy to say that, but it was true. Like hitting on my cousin. Sign. <laughs> 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 <I'm> so
1: uncomfortable. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> um. I don't like number five, so we're just going to, yeah, we're just
0: going to. Okay, care. we'll just ignore number five. There was four, everybody. It's fine. Yeah,
1: that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do great research.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: um,
0: um, I also think it's, like, interesting to think about, um, like, modesty when it comes to not just, like, physical appearance, but also, like, personality and how we act because like yeah. women have to downplay so much they can't talk about their accomplishments or you know talk about things that they've that they've done with their lives you know what I mean yeah. um I found this a really great, great quote from Mindy Kaling so she oh, she's incredible I love her so funny um <clears throat> excuse me but she frequently gets questioned about her confidence level, and she always responds, "My parents raised me with the entitlement of a tall white blonde man." And I love oh, them.
1: nice. <laughs> love
0: that. But, yeah, she she's very you know confident, and she and she does carry herself in a way that is not you know demure, and and I don't say that in a bad way. I say that in like she's a badass. Good for her, you know. Yeah. And I think that the church really pushes women to hold themselves down and pull themselves back and not be their full true selves and that's really really sad
1: oh yeah absolutely the um well and there was a i think it was on mormon stories there was a one of their guests was talking she did the the mormon woman voice and she like did a little whisper and it was all cute and like um and and it was so triggering. Like, it was just like, yeah, that's the voice that they, they give. Um, Like, and they, they're always just talking in this like soft tones and like, um, it's never, well, and then even in the, in the temple, you take on that, what is never speak, never like loud laughter and like all that stuff. Like, um, all of that shit.
0: I, every single temple session I went through and they would talk about avoiding loud laughter I was, like, I felt like there was a fucking spotlight on me, and I would start sweating. Because <laughs> I, like, you have heard my laugh. I snort. Yeah. I lose control. I shake my entire body. Like, I was voted the weirdest laugh in my high school yearbook. Like, I have a laugh. <laughs> And so, for so many years, I remember, like, trying to contain my actual laughter because I was like, I'm not a good
2: Mormon woman. <laughs>
0: oh. And I remember I went out. I was, like, fresh out of the church. Like, I had just been recently divorced. and was, like, you know, I was trying to, like, get my life back on track. And I went out with, like, a bunch of new friends that I had made. And something had happened that was so funny. And I started laughing so hard and, like, completely just, like, broke free. Like, my laugh came out. I snorted. And I remember one of the people at the table, like, looked at me and they were, like, you have a really great laugh. And I was, like, I do. (laughs) Really? You're not going to, like, look at me weird? And it was just, like, moments of, like, oh, Okay, no, I'm I'm okay. Like I'm gonna be fine. I'm there is a place for me somewhere. It's Mm. just not in a quiet setting. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be a librarian or a Mormon Relief Society
1: president.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I became a yoga teacher. What is
1: that all about? (laughs) Yeah, that's like the I was. I mean, I wasn't gonna say anything about that, but like.
0: Um, I'm not a regular yoga teacher. I'm a cool yoga teacher.
1: <laughs>
0: I play Eminem. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so soothing. <laughs> Mom spaghetti. <laughs> uh, yeah. right. Well, and then I was. Uh, that's a good point. With like um, how you act is also part of modesty culture because like the and I think that's where men get the impact of it, as far as, like, directly, like, you're not supposed to, you're supposed to behave in a certain way and everything, and, like, the, um, uh, and especially, like, passing the sacrament and all that stuff, like, you're supposed to, you're supposed to be, like, chill, Mm -hmm. trying to tell a 12- or 13-year-old boy to just, like, sit still and just, like, be all, like, okay.
2: (laughs) Good luck to you. Yeah.
1: And then, um, also, Something I've been thinking about, too, li- lately is, like, um, it, I think about it every once in a while, but the, um, you know, in the church where they say, like, don't say pride, don't say you're proud of something. This just goes with your point of, like, having, like, women can't be proud of something that they've done or, like, they can't mm-hmm. talk about their accomplishments in life. Um, you can't get up on testimony meetings and say, I'm really proud of this or I'm proud of that you have to keep that up. Can't even say it because I think one of the prophets said something about pride, like even saying the word pride is bad. And so, like for the longest time, it was like a no no to, like very taboo to say pride over the pulpit.
0: Well, and, and not your accomplishment; it was God's accomplishment through you. Yeah. Like you have to give it to somebody else. You're not allowed to take credit like, for anything. Yeah.
2: You yeah.
0: know, even even having beautiful babies. Well, that was God giving you that soul. Like. Yeah. Fuck off! I made that. Those lungs, yeah. I grew those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. And
1: we had fun doing it. <laughs>
0: I mean, one of us did, for sure. But. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my God, it's a good thing that my husband doesn't listen to those. Like, <laughs> he was going to, and then I was like, hmm. Maybe don't. Uh,
1: maybe don't. <laughs> <not>. So, um, <laughs> that reminds me, side note, friends, um, this was, this, uh, <laughs> this, I guess a meme, and it says, flirt like a straight man, go. And it says, "Punches drywall, did you come?
2: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs>
0: Wait, I think I've dated that guy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Oh, uh,
0: yeah. So... It's be funny because it's true, though. It was, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: So, yeah, I don't know. Going back to, like... I just... I don't get it. I don't understand putting children children's bodies being shamed from, like, birth. I don't understand that.
1: Mm -mm. Um, Well, they also, so, there's that, like, part of the doctrine where it's, like, basically that this body isn't yours it's basically on loan from god basically so you're supposed to because all this is a test remember like there, yeah. like this whole life is just a test and you're given this body as a test and what you're going to do with it and so you got to treat it right and you gotta and it it just feels like you can't take ownership of your own body so that's like there's um And there's, there's always these other outside forces that are, um, that you have no control over that are going to, and I don't, um, does that make sense? So like the,
0: like, I remember when I left the church, I had, I really, really struggled because I had always had to cover up my body and I was so ashamed of my body and, like, I hated, hated my body for a long time because it was something to be ashamed of. Like, I, I'm i not super tall, but I'm, I'm tall for a girl. And so, you know, like, you are gotten ready with your girlfriends to go to, like, a high school dance or whatever. And you're trading clothes back and forth. Well, their cute dresses were short on me. And I remember just feeling so... Othered because I couldn't wear what the other girls would wear without getting into trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't tell you the amount of times that I had leaders come up and be like, you can't wear that. You need to go change. Like, I remember in tears driving across town to go to my, my guy friend's closet to get a T-shirt to put over top of something that I was wearing because it was deemed inappropriate. Wow. Like, I just... And so when I left the church... It was almost this overwhelming sense of having my own choices of what to put my body in, and it, it has taken me years to actually be okay with my body, and it's gone through a lot, mm-hmm. like you know, two pregnancies and injuries and stuff before, and, and finally to finally at the age of 36 years old, I know I don't like that old, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, no, 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 skip But, but, you know, it's taken to pretty much till 36 years old to be like, no, like, this is, my body is fabulous right where it is, no matter what day it is and what workout I've done. Like, I, this is mine and I am proud of it, you know? And I feel like I was taught from birth that it was not something to be proud of. Like, that pride thing again, right? Mm -hmm. Couldn't be okay in your own skin and it didn't matter if you felt comfortable in your own skin because it wasn't your body anyways it was God's body that he gave it to you to, yeah. to borrow mm-hmm you can't
1: put tattoos on it because you don't put ta- you don't put bumper stickers on a corvette whatever oh <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I did I put a big giant one on my rib, so fuck
1: that. Yeah, and I put one on my sleeve, on my arm, and yeah. <laughs> and that I was the satisfying get...
0: thing to do. Like, I remember the first time the needle hit my skin, I just had this like rush of euphoria. Like, yeah, that's fucking right. I chose this.
1: Yes, yes. My first tattoo was my sleeve, and because I, I went full throttle <laughs> it's like fuck this
0: <laughs> yeah a lot of people my um my artist shop were like wait this is your first tattoo and you're getting your ribs done and I was like go back home, go home baby right. and this other guy he came he was quite heavily tattooed and he's like girl even I don't have my ribs done and I was like wow it sounds like you're a pussy then Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> but it hurt but like after I said that, I couldn't like squirm, so I had to like yeah. buck up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man.
0: See, I didn't. I never would have been in the Mormon Church, so clearly. <laughs> um,
1: same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was thinking about um while you were talking, cause like okay the my personal instagram friends <laughs> if you guys <laughs> decide to add me on there just go knowing that there's a lot of ass on it a lot of ass <laughs> and you know whatever but you know i spent so many years being like ashamed of my body too you know yeah. and like um and not feeling like and also being like ashamed shame just like of who I am you know like suppressing who I am and like um so I
0: you didn't fit inside the little box right yeah so and so,
1: yeah I didn't conform and so um and just in the last you know ever, honestly like we were talking you were talking about the content creators that have like had these glow ups you know after they leave I've I mean I'm kind of experiencing that where I just like I've embraced my body and I've I've I do work out and I work hard on making it look good, but I also take pride in that because I I do work out, I work hard. Um, And so I show it off, but I do it. It's not necessarily, I mean, it's nice to, you know, the thirst trap side of it, but at the same time, it's just, it's me just embracing who I am. And, um,
0: yeah. And that's why I love, Sort of. I love when you post those. But I love that you also also like text me to be like, hey, by the way.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: sure. uh, yeah. But I love those posts because I know that it's coming from this like incredible place of growth for you. And it's it makes me so proud that, like, fuck, yes, Jake put his bum on Instagram. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I
1: love it. I love it. It's probably, my little sister would probably kill me for saying this. Okay. So this conversation that we were having the other night, um, she was talking about how all these other girls at school don't have, don't have boobs, you know, like, and she's, she's, you know, well-developed,
0: so, (laughs) I was uh, a bloomer, so I understand, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and she, she feels, I can tell that she feels self-conscious about it, but I've told her just, I mean, you know, in just a few, like, a few years, like, it's gonna be, like, you're gonna, like, love it, you're gonna embrace it, you know, and, like, you just, and I, like, just, and I've tried to instill that, like, don't be ashamed of who you are and your body and everything. And, like, I know that there's a lot of um, different narratives that are coming at you. at different points, you know, like, um, and kids might be rude to you about it and, like, um, make comments about it. But they understand that it's because they don't understand what's going on either. But also, like, and because they're unsure about their own bodies, you know, and so they... They probably feel like maybe they should look more like you, you know. And honestly, there's there's a jealousy point of that too. And there's um,
0: because I kids are They will point yeah. out if something's different about you and like laugh to it, yeah. even even if it's a jealousy thing. It's just it's just what kids do. They're just kind of the worst.
1: <laughs> well, like we've said, um, she's already different because she's in a school of mostly white kids, and she's yeah. Spanish and Samoan and um she's got different hair than everybody else. Like she's um she's darker skin. She gets called a Mexican all the time. Which Aww. that's not disparaging, but like this just kinda of,
0: uh, to point it out to her, right? Like
1: Yeah.
0: It's a hard age to begin with. To to have somebody call you something other is mm-hmm. hard. Yeah.
1: Aww, so good. Yeah. But she's she's tough she'll i think she'll be fine she has more confidence in herself and her um everything than i ever did at that age so i think she'll be fine
0: (laughs) confidence of a tall white blonde man (laughs) yeah that's right (laughs) oh love it well did you have anything else you wanted
1: to scream about with the modesty culture I think did you have you had a article or something right or Uh,
0: I kind of
1: did we already kind of cover everything or
0: it just brought up yeah it just that's where I found that Mindy Kaling quote and then is there something else oh and then it brought up like talking about like women behaving modestly rather than dressing modestly Mm, okay so yeah we kind of I didn't quote anything really from it It just like made me think of things yeah other than Stop sexualizing children.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: not sexual beings. Yeah. Stop thinking that gay people are trying to I don't
1: know, groom children into children. or like make your children gay. Which I'm, I'm also just like, okay. There's this other point that I've, I've seen made where it's like, um, gay gay children, queer children, have been raised in a heterosexual society where heterosexual nor relationships are the norm
0: mm-hmm. and
1: yet we still turn out gay so like
0: so clearly it doesn't work so obviously
1: that's not how it works that like yeah. you learn about different relationship like different types of relationships and different combinations and um that doesn't make gay you gay yeah it's yeah. almost like it's like biological and it's who you are rather than like something that's taught or choice that you know
0: weird it happens in like the animal kingdom or something
1: yeah Mm. Almost like it's very natural. Mm. Mm, weird.
0: was <laughs> <Very> strange. <laughs> um, what was I listening to?
2: Oh, it's it's fell out of my head now. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm a rat. It's fine. It's
0: fine. Um, what was it? Oh, I think I was listening. Oh, you know what it was? I was listening to Not So Mormon, their Patreon mm-hmm. um, episode, and it was like touching on. I won't spoil it. You gotta go. You gotta go pay, and you gotta go listen to it. It's awesome, and they deserve That's it. Right. Yes. Um, but it was talking about how like somebody was upset about a show that had two dads in it, and there was like people just like in oh, yeah. a roar over it. I was like, but what? <laughs> like, but yeah. the, they're going to see that, like. Like, yeah. I have even, this happened to me, I felt so horrible about it, but I was teaching kids yoga, and I was getting my kids ready, Their parents were coming to pick them up or whatever, and I always said, get ready for your grown-up to come get you, and for some reason this day, I said, oh, make sure that you get ready for your mom to come and get you, and this little boy was like, but I have two dads, Oh. and I was like, I'm sorry, but I met your grown-up, and he was like, okay, it's okay, oh. <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with that, and like it's not like yeah. all the kids were like. <gasps> you have two dads. Yeah, it was just like Joey has two dads. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> like, yeah, they all knew that, you know. It like, doesn't. Oh, you
1: have two dads. Let's go play. You know, like it's. Yeah, whatever. we
0: don't. We literally do not care.
1: We yeah. Do not care. I don't know. Oh, I don't but, understand why they make such a big deal. And then like, uh... was it the um. There's that thing that keeps coming up sometimes where like Campbells had like a commercial with two dads oh, or something. And um there's like somebody responded to it like, I'm never this commercial makes me sick and then Campbell's responded to it like, Well, if you're feeling sick, drink some take some more soup or something like that. But that happens, otherwise, too. you know, just like
2: Yeah.
1: Fuck off basically is so what they kinda of, they didn't say that, but like that's what no, they were like yeah, I can't remember exactly what they said. Soup
0: can help with an upset stomach or something. I remember yeah. seeing yeah. them like, yes. <laughs> <that's great.">
1: yeah.
0: <sighs> anyway. Yeah, because like even my little guy, like he's convinced that when he grows up, he's going to marry me, which is adorable. Oh. I know. He's like, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to marry mommy. Oh. Then his little brother was like, I want to marry mommy. And he was like, "No, you can't marry mommy because I'm married, Mom. You can marry Daddy." And he was uh-huh. like, "Okay." <laughs> like, <No. laughs> the little brains, they're just like, doesn't, like, it doesn't, it, there's those things don't exist to them. Mm-hmm. All they know is that we love each other because we're a family. It doesn't, they don't even really understand the concept of married other than the fact that Daddy and I are married to each other, and that's kind of why we became a family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't. At that age, it doesn't really, it's not a concept that even, I don't know, I don't even know if I'm, like, explaining it right. Like, it doesn't, it's not something that they cognitively understand. Yeah. So everybody needs to calm down.
1: (laughs) It's kind of like the, um, I was gonna say, it's almost like, you know, the, the concept of sexuality, well, not necessarily sexuality, but, like. This, the taboo of their sexuality is society's, mm-hmm. society puts that on it. It's not, yeah. you know, it's not innate in us to, no. to feel that way. We're taught that, you know, it is Yeah.
0: yeah. You're taught that it's wrong or it's not right or not normal or, or whatever. And that's so, you know, children don't, aren't born hateful or racist or homophobic. Yeah it's
1: yeah. implanted in them mm-hmm. yeah i um i just had a conversation with my friend who's doing a dissertation on um and she's they are probably going to be on the show at some point but the um we were talking about the stigmas of um being queer and uh how like and it was interesting how they were, um, wording the questions because I never thought of it like, as far as like me thinking about how other people perceive me because I'm queer, you know? And so like, um, but it just made that, like, I felt like I was in a therapy session cause it was kind of, it was kind of nice, but I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, but that like, Walking through life is like, like as far as a queer person, you kind of, and even like, I'd imagine that women feel this at the same, you know, in some aspect too of just like having these like stigmas put upon you, because Mm -hmm. we are, you are a minority, and like there's, you know, you have to kind of conform to society and in be able to be able to like survive Mm -hmm. and to make it in life, and so like the um you have to deal with those stigmas. And then, um, and how that affects your like everything like the way you respond to all those things is like it becomes who you are, it's your character oh, and for sure.
0: yeah. being a blonde with big boobs, yeah, there's definitely a stigma that I've sometimes just given into because it's just easier, and that's not great, but no yeah you you do what you gotta do to get through sometimes,
1: yeah. Well, and I described being queer um, in and even like whatever, but you know whatever different you know minority you might be, but the um uh, of being like left-handed in a right-handed world because I'm left-handed, right? And so yeah. Like um, it was a good inalo- it was analogy that I kind of came up like as I was thinking about it while I was talking to them. I was just like, yeah, it's kind of like you know, you have to conform, you have to be able to, like, I've had to train myself to pick up my scissors with the left hand and then put them in my right hand so I can cut them. Because I've had to teach myself to cut with my right hand, because there's mm-hmm. no left, there's left-handed scissors, but they're hard to, you know, like,
0: house, I'm not going gonna... around in the house. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So, um, like, you have to just kind of adapt, but.
0: That's so interesting to think of it that way. And, like, yeah, you just you have to completely do these gymnastics to even be in a straight world almost, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: It just like makes me want to sob.
1: I know. Well and then it's even worse when you're in a high demand religion like that, that you know, you're trying to like um perform like gymnastics is a good way to put it too. Like you're just performing all these you're putting on a show to be able to to perform. So
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I always thought I would be a really great actress because I was so good at losing who I actually was in in what I was supposed to be doing.
1: Oh yeah. Girl, I played straight for a while, so (laughs) for like twenty something (laughs) years. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't even, I couldn't, I can't even imagine it, like, <laughs> oh, I just want to hug baby gay Jake and be like, it's going to uh, be okay. <laughs> I do too.
1: Poor little kid. <laughs> I uh, I think this
0: podcast is in a way of you taking care of baby Jake and like, making it okay for him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh. That's a good <laughs> Uh, oh, now I'm all like.
0: I have made you cry in a while, so.
1: I know, right? <laughs> you do have that ability. <laughs>
0: How do I use my powers? Put me in touch with food. I make them cry. Get the war solved.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <coughs> Excuse
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> oh what a mess
1: alright well thank you again Dusty this will not be the last time we have you on so um, I'm glad That's we could different. finally rage about purity culture I'm sure we'll talk about it again sometime yeah so be it's totally always to it. Topic. yeah <laughs>
0: go out wear your short shorts if you want to if you don't want to wear your short shorts you don't have to just wear whatever yeah. makes you happy
1: Wear whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. It's your body, and you, yeah, deserve it. And you're beautiful, listeners, I love you.
0: So beautiful in your own perfect ways. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>